0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hey, everyone. It is Tuesday, May 3, and uh, this is Matt.
1: And Kevin Crawford.
0: And we're back with you uh, on the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. And uh, before we get to our psalm today, um, Kevin, uh, you, you were sharing yesterday that you and Dulcie have been married for 25 years almost. Um, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, as you guys have moved here and um, what's Dulcie up to? Like what, what's she got going on in her life right now?
1: Well, and she's an incredible mom,
0: you know, yeah. being
1: a mom of four boys You know, some people are like, oh, you didn't get your girl. And she's never been disappointed, never to have a girl. Nice. You know, she can throw a spiral football. She can shoot a basketball. She can hang with the best of the boys. So uh, she's been doing that most of her life. Uh, Stay at home mom. But she's been a graphic artist by trade. She uh, stopped working when we had our first child and has always done some freelance. But then we moved here uh, to Western Michigan. She looked for a design job. So she is working for Church Multiplication Ministries, which is out of City on a Hill, which is Mm -hmm. a global church planting uh, ministry. And then she also freelances for my brother's uh, marketing firm in Akron, Ohio. And then she's also done some freelance work for the city of Holland, so she's designed wow. some few billboards really uh, for the city of Holland and some other work. So yeah, so she's a graphic artist, um, and she she just loves one on one. I'm the extrovert; she's the introvert. Mm-hmm. So as you get to know her, she's great with a small group of people. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's just a
0: great woman of God. Well, we're excited that uh, not only are you joining our team, but but you and Dulcie you know, as partners in ministry are are, are joining our our leadership family, and uh, your boys are coming as well, so, um, and we look forward to to getting to know both of you guys and and your whole family. Um, Hey, Tuesdays too, Kevin, uh, we just like to um, just take a minute, and whoever our guest is, just invite them to share a quick testimony, Um, a a testimony especially of a how has God been um, at work in your life lately? Like what's something big or small, you know, that maybe he's teaching you, showing you uh, some area of breakthrough. Um, just what, what's some fresh bread right now uh, that, that the Lord ha- has blessed you with or is, is up to in your life?
1: Yeah, we've just like most of us over the past two years have just gone through some highs and lows, a lot of lows, a lot of valleys in our life. As you get to know me, if you're far to Victory Point, you'll hear more of that story a little bit. Uh, But I finally came to the point, I've always believed over this past season, that the best is yet to come. Mm. Uh, Intellectually, I knew that, but I finally felt, uh, and I hate to use the word feeling, but the reality that the best is yet to come. Um, And just thinking through seasons of life, God's teaching me that there's a season for everything, like Ecclesiastes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I was a lifer. (laughs) Like I was just committed to something and it was like, well, this is what I'll do for the rest of my life, or this is what I'm supposed to do forever. Instead of seasons of things. So, God's just a breakthrough of learning what is a, instead of committing to life to something, there's a season for everything. Mm-hmm. And I've never thought in seasons. Uh, and it's also stretched me because I'm like, well, when's this season over? Like right now, uh, when we're recording this, we're wondering, when's this winter season going right. to be over? You know, because of snow, sleet, rain, uh, the 40 calendar, degrees, you yeah. know, baseball games being canceled because it's so cold. Uh, and I'm like, when does the season end? And I'm resting that God has a season for everything and his timing is good Um, and not knowing when the end date is, but there will be an end date to certain Mm -hmm. things. So that's a stretch for me Mm -hmm. uh, because I'm highly committed to certain things. I thought I was committed to life to certain things, but now it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. if it's a season, that's okay because that's the way God functions (laughs) and he lays it out. in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter three.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, that, that was a couple of verses uh, Dwight and Betsy had in their wedding. Okay. Yeah. makes everything beautiful, you yeah. know, in his time. Mm-hmm. Um, what a great word. And I, I just, I bless the Lord um, for just blessing you with, with just some fresh perspective, you know, in a, a lens, if, if you will, on, on how yeah. to see things. I think a metaphor that I've always appreciated, you know, in, in when it comes to seasons is just recognizing like uh, all waves reach shore. You know um every wave that we're riding you know eventually reaches shore and um to to celebrate that and to be grateful for that ride and then to paddle out and like okay what's the next wave now i'm supposed to ride and uh i think that's been a helpful metaphor to me you know in my life as i think like that well very good well i think today's psalm then actually uh lends itself for that as well you know because it speaks of there's different kinds of seasons and valleys and um you know, So uh, we're going to be in Psalm 23 today, you guys. Uh, I, I do believe this psalm has showed up more than once in our three-year Bible reading plan. I even think uh, one time when I was recording the podcast back in the day with Dwight, uh, we were in Psalm 23. So, But the classics are good to revisit. They are, so yes. I'll read this one, and uh, we'll kind of jump in. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.
1: Man, very classic song. Yeah. Sometimes this becomes so familiar that we don't revisit it for our own soul. Probably.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Was it? Was there any um, any phrases in there uh, that that just resonated with you afresh today as fresh bread?
1: Um, the whole idea, you know, he says at the very beginning, I lack nothing. Um, I wish I could regularly say that Mm. because I feel like everything around us says you're lacking every commercial you watch, every advertisement, everything around us, says you're lacking something. Um, and so my own soul is bombarded by your, my lack. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think, well, God needs to provide abundance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where then he says he makes me lie down in green pastures. When I, w- I had an opportunity to go to Israel several years ago, and you know, for many years you think, well, it's the green pastures like in Ireland and all these. Right. You know, you see these pictures of you know with this verse and a fat sheep that's all pig and white and puffy in these lush. rolling hills yep. of Ireland. But the reality is, I remember the person teaching us says, well, there's a green pasture. And we looked up on the mountain; it was just barren. And the person teaching us was like, here's the green pastures. It's just enough.
0: Yes. In Israel. Yes.
1: And it's just enough. And God, through the past season of our lives has just given enough Mm. uh, and teaching. You'll lack nothing. It's not abundance, but it's just enough. Give Mm -hmm. us today our daily bread. There you go. It's good. And so um, that is hard, but it's truthful. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's all, then, then the personal pronouns, he leads, he refreshes, he guides for his namesake. And so he's doing all this provision of Mm -hmm. just enough Mm -hmm. for his namesake. Um, so, so good just, and I think it brings us to a place of dependence of his provision. Yeah. So how about you? I mean, there's a very similar Psalm, uh, familiar Psalm what jumps out at you
0: in this season of your life right even as we're reading now i appreciate you reminding me of the just enough part i too had been to israel and had that same lesson um but i, I think i actually like you know it's something i i had a concept of but i, I think over the past couple of years just in a my own personal journey you know um like, and I've shared this, I think on a previous podcast, uh, when I was when I uh, was Dwight's guest a while back, Um, but just vulnerably just shared like, you know, it was hard 2020 and 2021. um, I think I just experienced a little bit of valley life just just Mm -hmm. personally, you know, and um, some depletion, maybe leading on empty. Uh, And um, but when I look back, I can say with with great confidence, like, um, I never lacked you know i didn't have everything i thought i should have but um you know when, when it comes to just uh not just the the physical things but the intangible things um but i had everything i needed you know in christ and i, I had to learn to um trust in that and depend on that and um w- w- the part that i sort of resonate with especially now um is just that phrase you know when it talks about uh um he restores my soul. You know, in verse three, he, he refreshes my soul. He restores my soul. I'm, I'm just continuing to praise God. I, I feel like um, I'm experiencing that. I'm experiencing a refreshing of my soul. And then when I get down to verse six, your goodness, and your uh, end of verse five, um, my cup overflows. I, I just feel like a Fresh filling in an overflowing, you know, in my life right now, and I am um, it, it, not the source of it, you know. Jesus is the good shepherd, yeah. is the source of it, you know. He he has guided me, um, you know, both with the the rod and the staff, uh, you know, in in what felt like a valley. And everybody's valleys are relative, you know. Yeah. We all have different, um, like the valley that I think a valley might seem like a, a, a flat smooth walk for other people, you know, yeah. so I'm I'm aware of that. But I'm just saying it's all personal though and it's all real for the person experiencing it. And um the Lord is just this, this that word, he's a good shepherd. Um I can say that with with all my heart and soul. Like he's so good. He is such a good shepherd. He knows his sheep. He knows his sheep by name. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm grateful to to be a sheep who has learned to to hear his voice afresh. Um in in this whole Every verse in this passage just feels like truth and reality to me right now. Like it used to be a Psalm. You just, yeah, that's what you read at funerals and things like right. that. Like this is way bigger than that. Like this is life. This is a life like passage to me right now. And and I'm just so grateful to God. Like, I mean, just, I want to dwell in the house of the Lord forever, mm-hmm. you know, because he's so good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I think that yeah, it's it's one of those psalms that we could just sit in.
0: Yes, you know,
1: verse by verse, phrase by phrase by phrase, um, and a lot of books have been written about this psalm, which sure. are, have been great resources. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know, when I think about it too, is thinking through even though I walk through the darkest valley, you know, mm-hmm. my translation says, I think there's a there's a a freedom that the psalms teach us. Because I think sometimes in Chris, Christendom, Christianity, mm-hmm. evangelical Christianity, we can't say we're going through a hard season. Mm-hmm. We say, well, everything's okay. How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, but how many of us would say, how are you doing? I'm in a dark valley. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a, a freedom to say, you know what? There are seasons of life. Because I think one thing I think of is like, uh, as I walk, you know, after 47 years of life and with people and and pastoring, I think we're either coming out of a valley, going into a valley or be pre- prepared to Mm. go into a valley yeah Yeah. you know and like you said valleys are relative Mm -hmm. you know what you know what's a dark valley for me might not be for you um but there's a refreshing that god knows that we go through valleys Mm -hmm. and that he meets us there and provides just enough for us Mm -hmm. and points the way like i will fear no evil for you are with me yeah it's not that he takes us around the valley (laughs) or over the valley i want that i want to be like Take a bridge over the valley. Like, God, just build a bridge so I don't have to go into the valley. Mm-hmm. But he takes us through the valley. And his presence mm-hmm. is enough for us in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we need to be reminded we might not feel that presence. Yep. We might not feel that he's with me. But there's a fact that he is with me yeah. that helps us navigate that season.
0: Man, it's so good. I, I think maturity in, in, in the Christian walk is... Um, getting to that spot where um, valleys are just matter of fact. They're 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 part of the journey. They're right. unavoidable. Um, the goal in life isn't to resist the valleys, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think you need to intentionally pursue them. Right. You know, and sometimes our own choices create them. But I'm just saying that uh, they're inevitable, and um, right. they should be expected. Jesus was led into the wilderness for a season and it had purpose Mm um there's purpose in the valley if we are willing to receive it and not resist it and to trust and to recognize and to believe that he's there even when you don't feel it um he's up to something that that it's not a passive existence it's forming something it's it's stripping away things that need to be stripped away and it's growing a trust that needs to be grown and, right. um, we're better for them, even though we don't like them. And, uh, I, I think we're, 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 testaments to that. Like, I mean, you and I have shared some stories on the back deck, you know, last yeah. summer and stuff like, uh, we, we we've been in them. Yeah. Um, and though, though I wouldn't want to go through them again, like I, I'm a better, more mature, um son of god because of it now you know because because i've had to replace my identity in the right source and um so
1: yeah and god is gracious to put us through seasons like valleys to draw us back to himself yeah or draw us in an intimacy that we never had before Mm -hmm. you know after almost 25 years of marriage i realized there's more and more intimacy that we can have in marriage Mm -hmm. and the same is true that we've never arrived at full intimacy with God. And he always wants us to grow more and more. And part of that growing in intimacy and dependency is walking through difficult seasons like a valley.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we could riff on this <laughs> we could. psalm like for an hour and not get to the depth, I and mean, we're just starting to plumb the depths of it. But we're at our, we're at our, our minute mark for today. Like uh, just any any words of summary that you would just give people to take into their day-to-day, you know, out of the truths of this psalm that come to mind?
1: Yeah, I think let's just end on verse six. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. Uh, His goodness is there. His love is there. And they follow us every day.
0: Amen. May it be so. Uh, Please join us tomorrow. See ya.